just when you thought you couldn't get enough, we're back with more. Bradley here, your MC, fearless football podcast leader. Welcome to Two Tone Take. I'm really excited about this episode. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't do that to you, and I don't want to. Uh, we are talking about the one and only Derrick Henry, the king of your Tennessee Titans. This episode is entitled Post-Injury King because, to be honest, that's who he is now. Um, coming off of last season's Jones fracture injury that kept him out most of the regular season until that fateful divisional loss appearance against the Bengals. So on this trend of off-season topics or burning questions that we are left with going into the 2022 season, one of the ones I think certainly high on that list, um, now that we've talked about Tanny and his place as our quarterback, is Derrick Henry as our running back. Um And it's interesting in that it's not that I think people are saying he still won't be great. In fact, he was recently voted as the top running back in the NFL, and that just shows you the respect that people still have for him. But there is some concern coming off the injury, and it's valid. So I wanted to talk about um, whether or not we still think he's the right or best choice for running back for the Titans. And uh, we'll dive a little bit into how well he's played for us and why we think he will either be exactly who we need him to be or what could influence it being different than that. Um, went back a little bit because, again, I want to have as much overall context as I can. And, you know, look, the, the Titans franchise, if we know anything, we know great running backs. So you go back and look throughout the history of the franchise – Earl Campbell, you've got Eddie George, who of course played in that Super Bowl. We've got Chris Johnson, um, and then most recently we have been blessed with the King's presence of Derek Henry. Um, drafted in 2016, and something that kind of just shocks me to this day uh, that I wanted to mention is that we actually drafted Derek Henry in the second round. The second round. Now, you think about what Henry has accomplished, especially the last couple of seasons. For him to be a second-round draft pick is unreal. Hard to believe, but we got him in the second round. He's been the starting running back for since 2018. Quite the rap sheet in just a few years. He led the NFL in rushing back-to-back seasons, 2019-2020. That 2020 season... Uh, rush for over 2,000 yards. I will be honest, because that's my goal, to always be honest. It's always going to bother me how seemingly little attention and appreciation Derrick Henry gets for the 2020 season where he rushed for 2,027 yards. That's the fifth most all-time in NFL history, and it was the first time anyone had eclipsed 2,000 yards since Adrian Peterson in 2012. I'm going to try and let it go, all right? Um, But it's just, it needs to be said. It needs to be said and appreciated because it's remarkable. Um, And despite missing most of the 2021 season, he was still a top 10 running back. So he's made his mark, to say the least. Um, But again, to to be fair, to play both sides and to give you more than one take, this is two tone take. Let's look at a couple different aspects here. 
Um, now, on the side of, of course, he's the king. Of course, he's going to stay that way. Here's what we know we're getting. Uh, so far, he has increased his rushes, his yards, and touchdowns three straight seasons. Now, that was, of course, 2018, 2019, 2020. Even though he only played part of the 2021 season, only eight games, all right, Still led the team, the Titans that is. He led them in rushing first downs. Um, produced a first down on 22% of his carries. I thought that was kind of uh, remarkable that he managed to get a 22%er. And where is the number 22? Shout out to you, 22. Um, now, the team's points with Henry, all right, uh, were 28 per game. Without him, 20. Rushing TDs, of course, he had 10. Henry not playing, only at five. That's based on running backs, by the way. Um, so those aspects were higher, right? So higher points per game, more rushing TDs per game with Henry. You would expect that, right? Now, this was something that really stands out uh, play action-wise. Now, our passing grade as a team with Derrick Henry was 91%. Without him, it's 73%. Okay? Average yards on those completions, 16 when he's playing, only 9 when he's not playing. And then play action yards for those passes, over 700 versus just 400. So there are certainly very obvious elements that are better when Henry is playing. Um, and I think that speaks to his physicality, his speed, his toughness, and especially the play action aspect, something that I think a lot of people aren't necessarily giving him much credit or paying much attention to is I think he's becoming better in the passing game. And that's going to be, I think, more and more critical as time goes on, especially with a season like the one that we're about to be in where, you know, we've got Traylon Burks. We don't quite know what to expect from him. We've got Robert Woods, but he's coming off injury. We've got Westbrook Aquina, but, you know, he's still you know, a little bit young and green. Like, we're still figuring out what our wide receiver class is going to look like. So I think Derrick Henry being in the passing game is incredibly important. Right. So those are some obvious things about what makes Derrick Henry playing helps make the team better, obviously. But but keeping in mind that we're trying to determine whether or not he's still the guy. Right. Still the king. Um, let's look at it from a different perspective, because one of the things that happened last year is we had to rely on some other guys. Uh, we had Dante Foreman. We had Nantro Hilliard. Uh, and, and both of those guys stepped up and played really well. So to their credit, let's touch on a few things that they actually did a little sharper than the King. Now, there were higher yards per carry on fewer attempts, um, and they only missed uh, the King's total yardage by 29. More carries of 10-plus yards, 20-plus yards, and 40-plus yards. So those Longer carries, and I think this is something we've kind of become spoiled to as a team, as a fan base even, is it's not uncommon for us to hand the ball off and just have a first down on one play. And that's uh, that's not common with every team. So these other running backs were able to get those longer carries, 10, 20, 40-plus yards. Um, granted, the caveat here is it took multiple guys to account for what just Henry on his own can do. So I do I do see it from that side, okay? Um, now, the red zone aspect is where it's a little bit of a, arguably a wash, okay? Because with Henry, the Titans had a 62.5% red zone efficiency this past season, 
with the other running backs without Henry, it just fell to 60%. So a couple of different ways you can look at that is, you know, we certainly could have, should have been better in the red zone, okay? Um, but, you know, we still found ways to score um, even with some other guys. So it, it's like there's there's almost as much that says, yeah, if you have another strong running back, maybe they can be as effective as Derrick Henry. Um, before I jump a little bit into what I really think separates Henry, um, I want to touch a bit on this injury that he sustained this past season. It's a very strange injury. Um, I always wonder, this is just like a personal thing, I always wonder who gets to name stuff. But uh, it's considered a Jones fracture. It's very common in athletes. Um, essentially what happens, especially in the foot, is that uh, a portion of the metatarsal breaks, and this is what happened with Henry. Um, now, I found a study, um, and this is the, the reason we're touching on this in more detail is because part of what's happening now is people are saying, okay, well, but what about Derrick Henry after this injury? Can he really be all that effective? Okay, and if you go back and we think about the season that we had, and especially when you look at his one game back from injury, which was the divisional game against the Bengals. Um, didn't have a crazy game. He only rushed for 62 yards and one touchdown. It wasn't anything like thrilling and certainly not like his some of his other playoff performances have been. So what can we really expect now? That's where this is all coming from. Like, Can we really expect him to stay sharp, to remain the king of football? Okay. Um, now, some studies were done, and I thought this was interesting. I wanted to reference this that I found. Um, and this was done on a number of football players okay, that also had this Jones injury. One of the things that does stand out, though, is that when Henry got his surgery for this injury, one of the differences is that typically this uh, procedure is done simply using screws uh, to help stabilize the injury. Henry actually had a plate and screws, right? So he's even more full of metal than all the other guys that suffered through this. But the point is that it was done to help better stabilize uh, the recovery process. So... You know, given that he's a running back, we know he's physical. Somehow every season he comes back and he seems to be bigger and stronger than the season before it. We're already hearing that about even this season. Um, but what can we expect? Now, what's interesting about the study that I found is, is looking at the positions of guys that they um, examined, so to speak. And the idea here was to take a sample of players that all had this injury and kind of look at how they did and how they came back from it. None of them were running backs, okay? There were a lot of wide receivers, some linebackers, tight ends, few corners, defensive tackles, one QB in the mix, but no running backs. And I say that because I think the reality is we're not really entirely sure what we're going to get until we actually see it unfold. Um, so is there reason to be concerned? Perhaps. Uh, now, Henry did already go that stretch of time, about 10 weeks, right, recovering, uh, really didn't practice up until that week before the divisional. We've now had the offseason for him to continue uh, what I imagine is a bit of rehab along with training, along with preparation. And so all intents and purposes tell us that he is healthy. For all we know, he's healthy. It's just that there's a bit of an unknown variable around this type of injury and how guys do uh, coming back from it. Okay. Um, 
So most players, uh, the range of seasons that were played after this injury during this study was as few as one and as many as eight. So something to keep in mind, the average there was just under three. So this is going to be Henry's first season coming off this injury. So obviously the concern is, can he avoid re-injuring it? Can he avoid the same type of injury? And something to keep in mind is that he's also coming off a season where he was setting records for number of carries in a game. Now, we have really always been a run-friendly franchise. We've always been a team that liked to play physical and likes to run the ball. It's who we are. It's part of our core. But you have to wonder, like, were we pushing the boundaries a bit last year? Um, and will that maybe be adjusted this year? Um, something something to watch. Um for the most part, most of these players um, were able to avoid re-injury. Only 12% three of the players in this study um, ended up re-injuring. Most got through without complications. So I think what's challenging about this particular study, and this was overall there were 20 players, okay? Um, now everyone was able to come back and play, right? So all 25 were able to play. And 80% of those um, we're able to keep playing at the time of the study without any issues. So again, it's a very small sample size of players that have this injury that seem to not be able to really recover from it. And I think given the fact that we know they took extra caution in how they did his surgery, it was done immediately within a few days after the injury. And then of course, he had those weeks of rest before even the divisional. Now he hasn't played obviously in a game since then. It's just been back to training. And I think that... You know, you don't really have to look up much to find Derrick Henry and his training regimen. It's 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 otherworldly. Like it's it's insane. Um, if if he's an alien, I guess it wouldn't be a shock because the way this man operates is just unbelievable. So if you haven't ever really seen that, do yourself a favor and for the sake of motivating your own self, look up some of Derrick Henry's workouts because he hasn't skipped a beat. Okay. He has treated this past offseason really like any other in the sense that, sure, he might still be rehabilitating, uh, but he's also stronger, somehow bigger, somehow, and trying to come back and remain the king. Now, again, back to this idea of is he still the guy? Can he still remain the king? What I think really sets him apart um, isn't just how well he's dominated the regular season. It's how he's performed in the playoffs. Before we go there though, I'm just setting you up. It's just a little tease. We're gonna take a break and when we come back, we're gonna talk about Derrick Henry and how much of a king he is in the playoffs. just in case I want to high-five myself. Might just use a sound effect and said that that'd be just as fun. We're talking about Derrick Henry. Specifically after his uh, injury last season, now the post-injury king. Can he remain the king when it comes to running football in the NFL? I believe he can. And I think that there's really no better proof of this than looking at the playoffs. Now, Derrick Henry has played seven playoff games in his career. Um, I think that it's easy to forget um, how far back his playoff appearances go. Uh, I'm especially thinking of the 
wild card game against Kansas City. Um, I think that was really kind of the first time you got a glimpse of what he can really do in that game. Um, but in those seven playoff games, he has 732 yards, four touchdowns, and he's averaging 104 yards a game. That's quite the rap sheet for just uh, seven um, playoff games. Not only that, three of those playoff games, uh, he rushed for 150 or more yards. Three times, 150 plus yards. Now, I know what you're thinking. Anybody can do that. You're wrong. Not just anyone can do that. And not even just any football player can do that. In fact, there's only one football player who has managed to do that more than Derrick Henry, and that's Terrell Davis. He has four games uh, in the playoffs of 150-plus yards. So Henry's not that far off, and he's in great company because you'll recall uh, Terrell Davis is a two-time Super Bowl winner. All right, So that's great company to be in. Um, when it comes to playoff records of sorts, okay? Uh, so I think just looking at the playoffs alone, you could say that he can be a game changer. Obviously, he's very consistent. And we already know that, especially back in 2019, when we went on that run all the way to the AFC Championship game, it was almost solely on Henry dominating those games. I think that while we have had some great moments as a passing team as well in years since, we seemingly have somehow kind of gotten away from like really focusing on what Henry can do to wear down uh, a, a team and really stick it to them. So I'm hoping, not only that we are back in the playoffs this coming season, but I'm really hoping we're able to do it in true Titans fashion and on the shoulders of Henry. Now, just to kind of you know account for not only playoffs, though, um, if you were to take – Henry's averages in the regular season. Okay, um, I thought I thought this would be another angle. All right, because it's it can be easy as much as you like or love a player or a team to just assume that like oh of course a player can still be great regardless of injury. Um, there's going to be a little bit of an element here where we're not sure what we're going to get until it's happening. But not just the playoff aspect. Okay, just based on Derrick Henry's regular season as a starting running back, here's what he's averaging. Okay. He's averaging 1,390 yards per season. He's averaging 13 touchdowns and 102 yards per game. Okay? Uh, that's pretty stellar. And if you were just to take those averages, and I'm, I'm specifically looking at yardage here, just based on his yardage alone, if you were to apply that to the past uh, – four seasons, he would be a top three running back in every single season. Now, he already was the leading rusher back-to-back years, of course, 2019, 2020. But if you only take his average, he's still the best running back, one of the best running backs in football. Um, So the reality is that there's really nothing that's telling us he won't still be a great running back. Yes, there's cause to be a little bit cautious, We don't entirely know what it's going to look like post the Jones injury, but considering how they handled the approach on that surgery, considering the time that he had to rehab, and that he's really only played one game since and had an entire offseason to train, an entire offseason to strengthen up, to get better. Uh, Quite frankly, I think that anyone who doesn't expect him to be the league's leading rusher again is a fool. Derrick Henry is the best running back, hands down in the NFL. That's my opinion. That's where I'm landing on this. 
Um, and look, we saw some other talent. Absolutely. Hilliard was great. Foreman was great. Um, and I know we've drafted a running back that everyone's excited about, and we'll get into that in future episodes. Uh, but the reality is, when it comes to running football, uh, Derrick Henry is still the king. He is now the post-injury king, but he's still the king, still our king. And I think we're going to be seeing another fantastic, potentially record-breaking season yet again from Derrick Henry. So that's where we land on that. And that concludes our episode today. Uh, coming up, I'm excited because we're going to finally get into training camp as it unfolds. Rookies report first, veterans report after that. We also have the defense to talk about coming off of last season's fantastic season. How good is this defense? Are they Super Bowl winning worthy? That's what we're going to talk about there. Um, we've also got to talk about the draft. we got to talk about trading AJ Brown. we got to talk about Malik Willis, trading Burks. Plenty of other stuff to get to, and so that's what will be on deck in future episodes. Uh, appreciate you listening. Formerly on Anchor, you can now find this almost anywhere. There are podcasts. Two Tone Take.